passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome to the Believe in Rams podcast, episode 127. I'm your host, Jake Ellenbogen. And today we are going to be previewing the Rams and Panthers game for week six, right before the bye. Before we do, I would ask that you subscribe to this on whatever platform you're listening to it on. If you're on YouTube, that's great. If you're on any podcast platform, that's great. If you're on YouTube, be sure to hit the like button as well, the thumbs up button. And uh, let's dive right into this. So coming into this game, Matthew Stafford has been pressured 84 times in the first five games of 2022, which is the most that Matthew Stafford has been pressured through the first five games of any season in his career. Uh, in addition to that, the Panthers have given up 46 pressures on the quarterback and nine sacks this year. And the Panthers have put 88 pressures on QBs this season, while the Rams have only generated 51. The starting offensive line appears to be Joseph Nopum at left tackle, at left guard, Bobby Evans, at center, Jeremiah Cologne, at right guard, Alaric Jackson, and at right tackle, Rob Havenstein. According to multiple reports throughout the week about how they were going to go about it in practice. Uh, the injury report at the moment, the Rams have ruled out center Brian Allen and running back Cam Akers. Uh, Akers was listed as uh, due to personal reasons. However, it does sound to me like this is more philosophical, means that, you know, really, <clears throat> when it comes to the grand scheme of this offense, Cam Akers doesn't feel like he is enough part of it. Doesn't feel like he's running enough, uh, not getting the ball enough, not being too much of a workhorse like he wants to be. I don't personally understand it, uh, but I could go on for days about something like that. Really, at the end of the day, for the injury report, he will not play. Daryl Henderson, Malcolm Brown, and Ronnie Rivers will be your running backs today for the Rams against the Panthers. Um, in addition to that, Durant and Wolford were listed as questionable. We'll see if they go. Uh, Wolford, if he was out with a neck injury, that means Bryce Perkins would be one snap away, essentially, from becoming the starter for the Rams in this game. On the flip side of that, the Panthers have an injury report uh, headlined by J.C. Horn, Baker Mayfield, LaVisca Chenault, Stantley, Thomas Oliver. They are all out. C.J. Henderson, Frankie Louvu, Dante Jackson, Cameron Irving, and Robbie Anderson are questionable. 
Obviously, uh, both teams are going through their injuries, and the Rams injury report really doesn't indicate how many injuries they've had because those guys have since moved on to the IR. Uh, but the Panthers are definitely banged up here. They're going to be without their starting quarterback, and that means P.J. Walker is going to be inserted into uh, this lineup. And we'll see what he does. Last week, he wasn't too bad. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll get into it. So the Rams offense takes on the Panthers defense. The Rams are 26th in DVOA for offense, 25th in passing and 25th in rushing versus the Panthers defense, which is 17th in DVOA. They're 22nd against the pass and 16th against the run. When you look, the Panthers rank at the bottom of the league in runs to the left and right end. So that are that's any outside run there. That's a lot of those toss plays that the Rams like to use. They've had a lot of success with Daryl Henderson. He is now the starter, so we'll see if they take advantage of that. They should. They didn't really do it last week against Dallas. They have a chance to do it this week and hit them hard uh, where it hurts for the Panthers. Um, so I think a lot of you know outside toss plays makes a lot of sense, You know, keeping this defense honest. They don't have a lot of like true sideline-to-sideline talent um, to stop that, so I think you can really open up the middle uh, you know, running up the middle, running in between the tackles. You could open that up more by hitting those runs to the outside. It kind of stretches out the defense. An average run defense and a below average passing defense uh, that is going to generate a lot of pressures is what you're getting from the Panthers. Um, look, Brian Burns is a big reason for that, but Derek Brown has had a very, very good season. And like, to be honest with you, yes, they definitely miss Hassan Reddick, but um, you know, I think at the end of the day, this is definitely a good pass rush. And albeit this team doesn't win a lot of games and they haven't looked good at all, um, their pass rush and their pass protection have actually been above average, in my opinion. So in addition to that, um, I'm expecting that, you know, you're going to see, I think Luvu is going to play, um, but he's been a significant guy. JC Horn's been significant. Matt Ioannidis has been huge in the interior. Uh, so, you know, these are definitely a, guy, you know, a bunch of guys there that you have to look out for. JC Horn, like I said, is out. Luvu might not even play. Uh, so those are significant losses and it think it should open up things for the Rams considering because JC Horn, I think is the best corner on this team and he's definitely shown that. So uh, that's a significant loss, but you know, we'll see how they go about that and how they navigate that. Uh, I think the Rams simply need to run the ball and they need to stop play action. I think this is a team that, you know, we've been waiting for it, but we saw a little bit of it against the Falcons. This is a team that could blow this team out of the water. Um, but we haven't seen a consistent, you know, bunch of play on the offense. I mean, when you look at that game against the Falcons, they played a great first half in the second half. They really didn't play all that well. So we got to see, you know, can they play four quarters of good offensive football? Um, you know, that's, you know, we have not seen that. So we'll see if that ends up happening right before the bye. Also, I got to say, it definitely makes sense to use Ben Skoranek at fullback again in the I formation, offset I. Definitely doesn't hurt. I definitely think they should do that. We'll see what ends up happening. Um, but I'd like to see fullback Skoranek again. Uh, continuing to use Tyler Higby in the screen game, I, I don't really think I have to speak too much on this because they've had a lot of success with Tyler Higby, who's second in targets this year. Um, very good. You know, he's definitely on the same page. He's got a good connection rapport with Stafford. So keep doing what, what is working until they can finally stop it. Um, you know, and I want to see Daryl Henderson used in the passing game more. 
I've said it before, and I will say it again. Henderson was always the better back. And in addition to that, Henderson should be used like he's a poor man's Alvin Kamara. He should be used in the receiving game and he should be used in the rushing game. But I I really feel like this guy should get 10 targets a game because there's no reason not to. He can run every route that you need a running back to run. He has enough, you know, explosiveness and, and enough speed and lateral agility to actually make plays with the ball in his hand. It, at least he could be a check down. Um, I, I think they need to target him more than they do. So that's the hope is that they'll do that. They'll get him involved more. Um, and, you know, if the defense gives you Cooper Cup, take what the defense has given you. Just because Cooper Cup is open doesn't mean that you shouldn't take that. Okay, I understand there's been a lot of fans saying they, they throw to him too much. And I get that. You want to diversify your passing attack. But at the end of the day, if Cooper Cup is open, if the defense is going to allow that, you have to make them pay for that. The offensive line, simply put, has to be better this week. They weren't good enough last week. It wasn't acceptable. So they they need to hold up their end of the bargain. It's, it's very simple there. Um, you know, I definitely have my reservations about not playing Matt Skura, who is a veteran who's played a lot of games in this league, uh, not starting him at center. And I have my reservations about not starting Ode Abushi at left guard. I actually am very concerned about that. It's not something that I like to see. I think, you know, those are the two best guys for that job. I think you got to at least give them the credit. You know, Bobby Evans has not looked very good. And Jeremiah Cologne, he's not playing his second start his third game of his career in the regular season. So I'm not like overly hyped for that. We'll see how it goes, but I am very concerned about that. Um, I think they'll have success running the ball though. I I think they'll have success running the ball against this defense. And I think they'll have success getting the ball out quickly to neutralize the pass rush. And uh, I do think that the Rams offense is going to prevail over the Panthers defense. But we move on now to the Rams defense against the Panthers offense. The Rams 10th overall defense, according to DVOA, fifth against the run, 17th against the pass going up against the Panthers offense, which is 31st in the league, only uh, ahead of one team. They are 31st in the passing game and 17th in the running game. Uh, you look at PJ Walker, he's two and zero in his career. He started two games. He's played in 10. He has two wins, zero losses in those starts, but he only has two touchdowns and eight interceptions on his career. Uh, and he only has 790 passing yards to go with that. So he has not been great. Um, this is somebody that showed you a lot in the spring leagues and whatnot that he's played in, but he has not been great. He's been far from it. So there is definitely concern there for the Panthers because this guy hasn't run a ton. Like he has not been overly comfortable or, you know, even a little bit comfortable. It's, it's not even like a Tyler Huntley situation here. Like he has struggled in the NFL. So that's a good thing for the Rams, a bad thing for the Panthers. He is mobile, but he's only carried the ball 12 times for 11 yards, no touchdowns, and he's fumbled four times. So that's something to keep in mind here. Going into this, I expect a heavy dose of Christian McCaffrey. Look, McCaffrey has struggled with injuries, no doubt. But if McCaffrey is healthy and he's ready to go for this game, which obviously wasn't on the injury report, so he is, uh, they need to run the offense through him. P.J. Walker isn't winning you this game. Playing good defense, putting pressure on Stafford, uh, you know, forcing some turnovers, right? And 
basically running through Christian McCaffrey is how you're going to win this game and how you're going to upset the Rams. And so, you know, he's averaging 4.5 yards per carry this year, two touchdowns. He only has 72 carries on the season, which is fewer than, you know, both uh, Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson have on the Rams. Um, so that is something there. But the Rams are a top five DVOA run defense, and that is something to keep in mind. Now, when I say running running the offense through Christian McCaffrey, that does not necessarily mean only running the football because Christian McCaffrey can absolutely kill this Rams defense and just completely wipe them out if they get him going in the passing game because the Rams like to play that bend-don't-break approach, you know, basically alleviating the pressure of giving up a big play. But if Christian McCaffrey is just, you know, drive after drive, taking up the clock... That's how the Panthers could win. I mean, if you use him in the passing game and he's getting open and, you know, he, he's making a guy miss and getting to the next level, uh, it could be a long day for the Rams, you know, because then you tire out the defense and the offense doesn't have enough time to come on the field. And there you go. So that's something there. The Rams have now shut down Dawson Knox, Kyle Pitts, George Kittle, Dalton Schultz, and they held Zach Ertz in check. Tommy Tremble has some talent. He has some potential, but I am not at all concerned with Tommy Tremble on the level of those guys. So I'm not keying in on him like the others if I'm the Rams, but I would imagine that they're still going to do a good job against him because they've done a great job against tight ends this year, bottom line. Um, in addition to that, the premier targets have been Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and Christian McCaffrey. They all have at least one touchdown, but Anderson is the only one over 200 plus yards, which is really interesting to me. Um, Anderson's been the guy that has actually come up in trade rumors, uh, potentially, you know, some team wants to take him on. I'm sure there are a lot of teams out there that would be interested in him. But now that there is a new quarterback under center in PJ Walker, it's not a guarantee that Robbie Anderson's going to be that guy. That was with Baker Mayfield. That's different, right? Uh, so it's not a guarantee that he's going to be the guy. Maybe it's DJ Moore this week. Maybe it's Shai Smith, who I didn't mention already. You know, LaVisca Chenault's out. So, you know, maybe it's Terrace Marshall, who P.J. Walker was throwing to in garbage time at the end of last game against the Niners. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it is. The sleeper guy, I think, no doubt, is Shai Smith. Um, he's second, you know, in red zone targets on this team. And that's saying a lot. I mean, it's only behind Christian McCaffrey. He has more red zone targets than DJ Moore, than Robbie Anderson, than Terrace Marshall, than LaVisca Chenault, than Tommy Tremble. I mean, that's saying something. So Shai Smith, his ability to get open, uh, you know, create some separation. He's obviously got to hang on to the ball, but that's a guy that they could look at. And that's that's a sleeper there to look out for in the red zone uh, should they get there. I'd imagine they'll get there at least once today. Uh, the Rams also have to keep... CMC in check, but they also have to pressure PJ Walker. This team just simply is not generating enough pressure, and it's not a big enough storyline because it doesn't have to be. If the Rams continue to play good defense like they have, if you look at the, the Cardinals game, they didn't allow a touchdown on 81 snaps. 12 points they allowed. The 49ers, they allowed 17 points. The, the uh, Dallas Cowboys, they allowed 16 so those are good enough to win. Like that defensive performance three weeks in a row is good enough to win those games. So you're not going to hear the complaints about the defense. But here's the thing, folks. When you're not generating pressure, that will come back to bite you. So there's no excuse. This week, they have to get pressure on P.J. Walker without a doubt. So I really need to see more pressure from the, uh, the defense here. Obviously, Donald's great, but Donald can't be the only one. Floyd's been banged up. He has nine pressures. 
The guys who haven't been banged up, uh, Terrell Lewis and Justin Hollins, have three and two. Not acceptable. Brian Burns has 24 to put it in perspective. They are going to need to pressure the quarterback off the edge. If you can't get edge pressure, it's not going to put pressure on the quarterback. If you don't put pressure on the quarterback, he'll have all day to throw. Uh, they only got to uh, Cooper Rush, I believe, 10 times last week. They only pressured him 10 times. That's not good enough. So that has to get better uh, as you know we really dive into it. I think at the end of the day, though, when you look at this offense, is solid enough to hold them in check. Uh, so that is definitely something there. So to wrap up this show, how do I have this going? Well, initially, okay, I had 24 to 20. I felt like the Rams were clearly the better team, but they have been so ugly lately the way they've been playing games. Even if they win... They're ugly. Uh, they really haven't played one game where I was like, wow, that was great. Like even the, the Arizona Cardinals game had three dropped opportunities for touchdowns, uh, two of them. And then, you know, of course, the forced fumble at the goal line. I look at this game as coming in before all the acres fall out and everything. I had 24-20 because I really do believe that Cam Akers in the run game was holding back this offense. Way too many negative plays. Uh, way too much of a re reliance on him, not diversifying uh, your, you know, basically out of what, 42, 44 passes last week for Stafford, only six of them came when Akers was on the field. That is a tell to the defense. It lets the defense know it's like literally the definition, like basically the same thing as tipping pitches in baseball. It just lets the defense know what you're doing or, you know, give them a very good opportunity to know what you're doing. And so now with Henderson in, that changes everything, in my opinion. Um, and I actually do believe that with the recent events of Akers not having to rely on him, and it clearly looks like the Rams are trying to force him to be happy, like trying to force him the carries, and he still didn't like it. He still was upset. Uh, so I got to say, I think Henderson's going to have some success in the passing game. I think he's going to have some success in the run game. And I think he's going to allow everything else to open up. I think the defense will be great. Um, <clears throat> they have been great. So I think the defense will be great. Again, I think when you, you look at the passing attack, I think the short passing attack will be there. But I also think it'll open up the, the deep passing attack. Uh, I think things are just going to be clicking this week. I really do. I think it sounds weird. Um, but there's a chance that this has been, you know, this, this is somewhat poisoned the offense with cam Akers, uh, you know, just not playing well. And now we hear all this stuff behind the scenes. I'll say this Henderson should have been in all along. Okay. And now I think you have a guy like that. who can do a lot of different things. Sean McVay doesn't have to overthink this. Okay. He can just go ahead and use the better running back now because Akers is out. He doesn't want to play another down for the Rams. With that said, I think it opens up the play action game. I think it opens up the opportunity for him to be used kind of like how they're going to be using Christian McCaffrey on the other sideline. I think this is really going to help the offense. It's going to make the offense line look not as bad. So uh, I see the Rams winning in a blowout. The first blowout of the year, a statement win right before the bye. This is not a good Panthers team, but they're not as bad as I thought going in. When I watched the tape, I was like, their, their pass protection is there, and they generate a lot of pressure. So in order to minimize that, you're going to have to go after the weaknesses. And the Rams have to know by now that the Panthers are terrible against the run to the outside. 
And I think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to pitch it to Henderson. I think they're going to use a lot of that. I think it'll open up the inside runs. And then I think at that point, it'll open up play action. When you have play action opened up, anything can really happen at that point. So um, I'm expecting a blowout from the Rams. I think they're going to force uh, PJ Walker into making some mistakes. I mean, the resume speaks for itself. Two touchdowns, eight interceptions in 10 games, two starts. Uh, so I definitely think that'll be in play there. I think the Rams are going to look a lot better. I think the Panthers are not going to give up a ton of pressure, but I do think the Rams will get in there a couple times, uh, you know, maybe a few times for some sacks. Um, you know, and I think at the end of it, I think the Rams will be ready to take this game over. I think at the end of the day, we'll be looking at this game. They, they needed to take care of business against a poor football team who just fired their coach, just fired the defensive coordinator, I believe special teams coordinator as well. I don't know how Ben McAdoo is the only one still there. That is beyond me. I I, I don't know how that guy has a job right now, but anyway. Uh, so I th- have them moving to three and three, and I think it, it, gives the, it gives them the ability to adjust at the bye, potentially look at any trade partners. Um, but I think this is going to be a big game for Henderson. I think this is going to be something where you know, for anybody that's been on the Henderson train, like I have, who have believed that this guy is the right guy for the job, then I think you're going to be rewarded this weekend uh, for believing in him. So that's how I have it. 30 to 13 blowout for the Rams. Um, and they move to three and three going into the bye. coming out of the bye, They'll play the 49ers, get healthy, get Van Jefferson back, maybe Brian Allen back. And, you know, you, you looked to take on the rest of the, the year, essentially. I mean, three and three, that's six games out of, you know, 17 you're going to play. So you have 11 games left. Uh, the story is not finished. Um, even if they lose today or, you know, this week, the, the story's not finished. And, uh, you know, I don't see them losing this game. I, I have thir- uh, They're going to go three and three, and I have, you know, I have 30 to 13. So that's how I have it. I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, podcast. I wanted to put it out way sooner, but my week has been absolutely hectic. So I'm glad I was able to get it out in some capacity. Uh, So please be sure to hit subscribe, like, and comment on YouTube. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, be sure to hit subscribe. And if you could do me a favor and leave a review, I'm all open to any sort of reviews. Uh, would prefer five stars, but definitely be sure to leave some podcast reviews so we can start building that up. Uh, but really do appreciate you guys. You ca- you guys take care, and I will see you guys soon. Later, folks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.